Blog Talk Radio. you all. Welcome to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. Good evening. Today is July 22nd, 2023. Another Saturday. Praise the Lord. And I'm glad to be here tonight. I hope you are too. I wanted to thank you for being on tonight and um, say praise the Lord. It's been a long week. It's been fast and furious. But um, I praise God for all the good things that he sends our way. Well, uh, tonight, uh, I hope you, you've been doing well and that you had a blessed week this week. And like I always say, if you're not, well, we'll get you back on track, right? All right. Tonight, we're going to talk about the fear of the Lord. But before we do that, I want to um, introduce a new song. I mean, it is an awesome song. This song. Um, is according to scriptures. And we have to understand that when we listen to music, sometimes, you know, the music out there is off, off of with the doctrine. Um, the doctrine don't, doesn't necessarily line up with the, the, the singing that, that is done out there. And we have to be careful what we listen to because, you know, um, we can believe lies, in, even in songs. And um, the, the word... Um, the rocks cry out is in scripture. It's a phrase from the Bible in Luke 19, verse 40, where Jesus mentions that if his followers were silent, the stones, the rocks, would cry out to praise him, right? It signifies the importance of acknowledging and expressing one's faith or belief. It's, it's praising God. So let's praise the Lord with this song tonight. Let's praise the, the, the Lion of Judah, and let's have some fun. All right. One moment.
cry out. Are you crying out? <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow, that song is powerful. That's powerful. We're not going to let the, the rocks cry out. We're going to cry out ourselves. If the rocks cry out, why don't we? We're, we're created for him. And because we're created for him, we should have the fear of the Lord. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, to knowing the, the fear of the Lord. Well, um, this week uh, I was looking at that word, the fear of the, of the Lord, and I, I found something in Deuteronomy. Well, let me read this first. Um, in Psalms 11, 111 and 10, it says, um, that the fear of the Lord will give you wisdom. Second of all, the fear of the Lord will give you, will keep you from sin. And that you'll find in Exodus twenty twenty. And third, the fear of the Lord will motivate you. So tonight we're going to be talking about this, about the fear of the Lord and what that does for us. It gives you wisdom. It gives you a uh, uh, long life. It protects your life when you have the fear of the Lord. The, the word of God says that the angels of the Lord encamp around those that fear him, right? So uh, the fear of the Lord does so many things for us. It gives us wisdom to walk in life. It prolongs our life. Uh, it gives us wealth because when you follow what God is showing you, he'll give you more, but it's not just for you to have more. It's for you to have more for the kingdom of God. And so without the fear of the Lord, we really can't live life the way that God wants it. I was listening um, to a sermon from this lady. I got curious because I hadn't heard about uh, of this lady for a long time. Um, and I wanted to know where she was at um, lately. Uh, she had been through a divorce, and she had gone through a lot of hurt, a lot of health issues and things like that. But now you look at her, and she seems to be doing very well, but she went through some battle wounds. Um, and at the time, uh, uh, I listened to her husband, and um, the Lord was showing me many things through what I was listening to in her preaching. Um I noticed that um, years ago I would listen to them, and for some reason God pushed me away from listening to them. I just lost interest all of a sudden. I didn't know why, and so I lost interest in 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 their ministry. And um, praise the Lord, God has restored them. Um, they got to a point where they even got divorced. So a lot of that has to do with the fear of the Lord. When people do what they want to do and they don't consult God on the matters, that's pride. And that and, and the fear of the Lord is not there when pride is there. Pride is um, choosing what they want. The fear of the Lord is choosing what God wants. And when you fear God, it's not, it, it can be a reverential fear, but um, it's, more like a respect and awe. Uh, when you listen to God, you listen to what he's saying, you're respecting him, you're fearing him. So I saw this woman and I got curious. I started listening to her testimony. And um, she was talking about when she was young, how 
because people saw her young. They thought that she didn't have any wisdom. Wisdom, remember, the fear of the Lord brings wisdom. And um, the Lord gave her discernment to see that there was a witch that had come into the church where they were. And the head intercessor, she was the head intercessor for her husband and for her church. Well, this woman came in and said, you know, she wiggled her way in and said that God had called her to be the head intercessor of that church. And she stopped the woman. She says, no, the head intercessor, I am the head intercessor here. So God gave her wisdom so that she would not fall into what the enemy had set up for her. See, God preserves, God protects when you have the wisdom, the fear of the Lord that gives you wisdom. So, and um, she would say that her calling was to to be an intercessor. Her husband's calling was different. He was he had other things that God used him in. And the husband did not understand why she prayed so much, why she interceded. She would play music in another room all the time. And when she would go into that room, she would, you know, enter into God's presence. It helped her to get into God's presence, to start praying and interceding on behalf of a, so she was praying day and night, day and night, you know, um, and her husband couldn't understand that because he didn't feel that way. He didn't feel that pull to do that. His call was different. So she went through much. And um, one day a friend, which I don't think was much of a friend, gave her a book. And when she went, glanced through it, she says, no, I'm not reading that book. The Holy Spirit immediately told her, gave her wisdom to not touch that book. And the, the friend persisted and persisted till finally she, she took the book and read it. Shortly after, things weird things started happening to her in her health, in just not being able to sleep at night. Um, it, it took a toll on her mental health. And she started taking medication. Something opened her up when she read that book. We have to be real careful what we listen to, what we read, where we go, who we hang out with. It's not that we walk in fear. We need to walk in the fear of the Lord, not in the fear of man. And um, things got bad to the point where her and her husband, um, the enemy got in and they got divorced. God restored them, thank God. God did restore them, and they're happy now. Another similar situation with a pastor of mine that I had many years ago, his wife was also an intercessor. The husband couldn't understand why his wife had to to be praying all the time. And the way she prayed and the attacks that she received he couldn't understand that a lot of the things that she was praying for was so that he wouldn't receive those attacks. She was created for that. That was her purpose. Just like this other lady was, uh, her intercessory prayer was her purpose. God had used her for that. This, the, both these ladies do not like to be in the forefront. They'd rather be in the, in the back, you know, behind the scenes. The the one that used to be my pastor, she says, you know, uh, she would have these attacks and she would feel these things coming on her sometimes at bed on, in the bed. And her husband would be sleeping, sound asleep and did not understand. And, and, and I understood what she was saying because I started to pray with her and I would go into um, 
places, you know, um, uh, small uh, storehouses uh, that that they had chosen for a new church. And we were praying. I remember one day we were praying, and I started hearing noises on the wall. And I was like, what is that? She says, oh, you haven't seen anything. That's, you know, it's prayer time. <laughs> so they knew when she would be praying, and just weird stuff would be happening, and we would be coming against that. And I was like, God showed had to show me that so that I can see that what her calling was very different from our calling. Um, but I got to see it. I got to see it firsthand. I got to see the weird stuff, parts of it, too, because uh, we were in a strange city that um, did a lot of witchcraft. Well, moving on to that, um, let's getting getting back to the fear of the Lord. Um, she, pro- uh, she preached on this to teach others to protect themselves, to protect their families, to protect their marriages, to intercede because the enemy is coming and it's getting darker. The days are getting darker. And we're called to pray for our family to keep them um, in prayer and protect them. And that's part of the fear of the Lord. When you follow God, God will show you the things that you need to do in order to, to pray for your family, in order to certain things that you may need to do to protect your marriage, your children. There's, God will give you guidance. She spoke on um, all these things, and um, God was showing me that the fear of the Lord, it goes hand in hand with your purpose. You have a purpose and a plan. It may not be the, the same purpose and plan that somebody else may have, but it's all for the kingdom of God. And whatever God gives you, he gives it to you for his kingdom's purpose. God says that in Jeremiah 29, 11, that his, he has a, a purpose and a plan to do you good and not, not evil and to give you hope and a future. But that's for, for you to be able to do his will, his purpose, his plan, so that you're one-minded with God. Your desires become his desires. So... Um, the fear of the Lord comes by humility. And the, the, by humility, the fear of the Lord, it says in Proverbs 22, 4, it says, uh, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. You see? So God gives wealth. He gives honor. He gives life. He gives you more life more life abundantly when you fear the Lord, when you do what God says. So the fear of the Lord brings blessings into your life. And people don't understand that, that they feel like, you know, well, I'm sacrificing all of this. No, you're gaining all of this. You're gaining all these blessings when you fear God. Seeking God's wisdom and living a life that brings honor to him and others This is how we are led. This is what brings meaning and abundance in our lives. It says it in John 10.10. It says, uh, beloved, I I desire that you prosper and be in health even as your soul. No, it says, uh, let's look, let me look at it. uh, It talks about abundance and more abundantly. Give me one moment. I know this scripture, but it just slipped my mind right now. 
it talks about abundance, that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay, I found it. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So you see, the enemy comes to take away. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. By Jesus says he comes to give you more life. And that's what the fear of the Lord does. It gives you more life. But if you're doing your own thing and you're not humbling yourself and realizing that it's no longer you that lives, but Christ that lives in you, then there's going to be a fight with your flesh. Humility is it's a virtue. It's your morals. It recognizes gratefully your dependence on God that you constantly need God. It's knowing we can't live our lives without his help. That's being that's what true humility is. Moses was humbled. Moses was humble. He depended on God. He knew he couldn't do anything on his own. So um so we seek God's wisdom and living the life that brings honor honor to God and to others. And you say to others, yeah, loving God and loving others. Think of a man or a woman that are in a marriage and they're doing their own thing. They're not fearing the Lord. So they go and do what God says not to do and they commit adultery or fornication or whatever the case may be or a man with a business, or a woman with a business, and they do their own thing, what they think is best. What happens? They fa- they will fail. Those things that they think they're, they're getting glory for, they're just going to dissipate. They're not going to be there. There's going to be dishonor. And we've seen this many times in marriages where one or uh, one of the spouses will go out and bring another person into the relationship. And what happens? There may be forgiveness and there may be restoration of that of, of a marriage. But guess what? There is the people will not look at that person in the same way. They dis, there's dishonor. They dishonored themselves. They dishonored their bodies. And so we need to stay in humility. Staying in humility. Um, it's very simple. It doesn't take all that. So we know that the fear of the Lord, what it looks like, when it, what it looks like is life more abundantly, wealth, wisdom, all these blessing protection. And our hearts tend to go every which way. And we have to understand that without the fear of the Lord, we're doomed. Even Christians that don't, they fail. I was thinking about this word of, of the fear of the Lord. And many years ago, um, there seemed to be like one thing behind the other where ministers were failing. They were getting into um, immorality. They were getting into one um was addicted to uh, drugs, and he was found in a in a hotel. 
and he died a, a prominent man, yeah, a, a good man. And what happens? That he kills himself. So all these things is what the enemy does. There's no fear of God. And so they turn to their ways, what their flesh wants. And guess what? Look where they end up, dead. Look where they end up, penniless. Look where they end up, where they end up in addiction. And so I'm not saying that this walk is an easy walk because we got to constantly be putting this flesh to death and uh, making it submit to God. But, you know, God is able. God is able to do it if you allow him, if you let him. So humility, the fear of the Lord, you'll have riches, you'll have honor, you'll have life, you'll have protection. God will be with you. Give yourself to God because that's where your purpose is going to go hand in hand with the fear of the Lord. Otherwise, you're going to be living a life that is in vain because God sends us with a purpose and plan. But if you want to do your thing, then that purpose and plan, it goes to vain. In vain, in vain, you're going to live your life doing what you want, not what God wants, because you don't really have the fear of the Lord. Some people think they do, that they have the fear of the Lord, but they're doing their own thing. They're spending time on either a family or or or, or their home, or or their businesses, or their jobs, making money because. You know, I have to make money because, you know, I'm getting older. No. The fear of the Lord. Seek ye God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these other things will be added. So it's a simple message tonight. I want it to be simple because I want you to grasp a hold of this. That when you're waking up every day, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? What is it, your purpose and your plan for me today? Help me draw my heart close to you so that I can serve you, so that I can see your, your marvelous, marvelous love towards me and towards everyone. Help me to, to live for you, okay? And so I leave you with that message tonight. It won't be a, a long message. But um, understand your purpose in life is attached to the fear of the Lord. I'm going to play a song before I I start taking calls uh, and hold one.
hope you enjoyed that song, and I hope you enjoyed that song before that one, uh, Cry Out, The Stones Cry Out. Um, I'll take some calls right now, and if you want to talk about anything or you need prayer, we'll, we'll pray for you tonight. Our first caller will be 910709. Your name and where you're from. This is Sylvia from North Carolina. Hey, Miss Sylvia. It's been a while. Hi. All right, let me put you on All right, let me pray for you before we talk. Thank you, Father God, for Miss Sylvia, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for the joys, the joys that are, are, are coming around her, Father God. The things of family, of friends that are surrounding her, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for the joys, the different joys. I see you um, rejoicing and being joyful, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for that. I thank you, Father God, for that. I thank you, Father God, for the things you're doing in her life. And I thank you, Lord, because you're giving her wisdom. I sense that God is giving you wisdom to um, begin to eat Food, I, I want to say brain food, brain food, like uh, God's giving you wisdom with what you eat. I'm just seeing like your brain, your brain food, brain food, uh, certain things that you're eating that are helping you to concentrate and to um, have more brain power is what I'm sensing right here. I, I'm just seeing the brain, the brain. So I thank you, Father God, for the wisdom that you're giving her to eat better for, for, for her mind, for her body. And I thank you, Father, for what you're doing in, in uh, to, to touch others, to touch her life. Uh, I just sense that um, you feel like you're struggling a little bit. But um, God's giving you the wisdom. He's giving you wisdom on how to to overcome those little struggles that you're going through. Uh, I sense that you know, um, you know, we all go through that. We we need certain things that we need to bring it up. You know, it's sort of like when we have a car and uh, we just can't use the same gasoline when we want our cars to to drive well, right? Um, like for instance. Uh, I have a car, and whenever I use the cheap gasoline, I can feel that my car is, like, sputtering. But when I use the more expensive gasoline, um, the premium, it seems to be better. Why? Because that's what the manufacturer calls for in that type of car. And so we need to understand that each of us is different and that God created us differently. And he calls us to eat different things that will be better for our bodies. What you may do for your body may not necessarily be the same thing that somebody else does. But for the most part, eating clean and eating healthy is a good thing. But God gives us wisdom to know what things he has created us to eat. There are some things that we can't, that maybe somebody else can, can eat. And so this is what the Lord is showing you, Miss Sylvia you know, how to eat for Sylvia's body, for Sylvia's brain, for Sylvia's thinking. Because believe it or not, what we eat also affects our emotions. When we don't eat the right thing, 
our emotions can go haywire. And then we think, oh, we're being attacked by a spirit of anxiety or a spirit of forgetfulness or something. But then when we start eating what God has called us to eat, things line up. They say that there is a connection between the stomach and the brain. There's a connection between the stomach and the brain. And we have to be real careful what we eat because it can affect our thinking. It can affect even our muscles. Uh, You may be eating something that may be causing you to ache. Um, They say uh, for some people they can't have tomatoes or they can't have the insides of of the tomatoes or eggplant. These are things that may cause inflammation in the body in the joints and and people need to recognize that there's certain things that they can eat so i'm just saying this right now for you sister uh, sylvia um that god is giving you wisdom in this um because of your little issues and that god is going to help you to overcome and so we thank you father god we thank you for the joys we thank you for that wisdom We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get back to Sister Sylvia. Sylvia, how are you? God bless you. How are you? All right. Fine. Fine. How's everything? Oh, everything is fine. Um, Well, I took the summer off um, because it was a little overwhelming when I, by the time I got to the summer semester, so I decided I would take a break. And um, mm. the and the Lord has um, told me to get organized because it was almost time for um, our ministry to start. So I've been trying to, you know, do the nonprofit and different things. I'm trying to get everything mm. organized, like you said. So that's what I've been doing, and I'm preparing to go back to school uh, August the 28th. But when you said about the um, about the brain and the concentrate, um, mm-hmm. what has happened uh, um, on my journey? Um, a lot of different things have happened to me, and I had uh, when I was in school. At first, I found it like a little hard to concentrate so I started to uh, pray um, concerning my mm-hmm. brain and because um, I'm, I'm a four, I have a four point oh but I know that you know the Lord helped me get through you know school but um, mm-hmm. I've had uh, two strokes and so I've prayed to the Lord concerning um, you know increase in learning ability and mm-hmm. so wow. Which, uh, yeah, so when you said about the wisdom and the concentrating in the brain, because um, I knew that, you know, I was always an A student in school, but after I had the two strokes, um, they weren't major strokes, but they were light ones. And I started noticing when I went back to school that it was like a little hard for me to concentrate, so I started to pray on that. And so I have changed oh. my, yeah, so, I, so when you said that, that was the first thing that came to me because I'm praying concerning um, increase in learning ability. So, mm, uh, wow. Know, a lot, 
lot of reading, and, you know, I have a lot of reading to do, and uh, I have two more years <laughs> before I complete it, but I'm enjoying it, but I'm, that's what I've been praying on. And I have it's changed just my enemy. eating habits. Yeah, good, Excuse good. Me? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, I do you know, what the enemy and, uh, meant for evil, God is turning it around for your good. Um, because yeah. it's getting you closer to God and you're submitting to God in ways that before you weren't and now you're yeah. you're gonna get results, you know. Praise the Lord yeah. for longevity. Yeah, so. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So yes, I've had a a lot of um issues and the Lord said it was because the enemy was trying to kill me be closer to the speaker because I can't I can't barely oh, hear okay. you and I want to hear every word oh yeah he said uh, he said that um, a lot of the issues came upon me because um, uh, I guess the enemy was trying to kill me so I've had a lot of sicknesses so recently um I went on a fast, and and I noticed that when I tried to put food back into my belly, uh, it didn't feel so great. So then I started mm-hmm. weaning out what felt good and what didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> but before well, the journaling, fast, journaling. You know, like, yes. Yeah, journaling so, so you won't forget. And, yeah. And I found out the things that make me sluggish. Yeah, certain things make me sluggish, and I didn't notice before. So now I'm beginning to notice that if I eat this, you know, I don't feel that well. And if I leave this out, I have more energy. So that's what's going on. Mm. Between the the concentrating with the brain is more like the learning ability, you know, and then the food. I'm doing that as well. Yeah, they say that beef complex is good for for a lot of things, especially um, when people are having issues concentrating. The bee complex, yeah. the different bees, are very good for right. that, uh, a good source of that. Um, and it is true. I, I even have a story about that. Um, my son was years ago working at a a, a call center, and he was just tired and his brain he felt like and he was Mm -hmm. young you know he was in his 20s and this one gentleman an older gentleman told him you know he hey just go and buy from the dollar store if you can't afford it just buy the b complex that i started taking that he told him he was an older gentleman Mm -hmm. and that helped me and so my son just went straight to the dollar store because he wasn't making a lot of money and he started buying right. the cheap brand. And he says, Mom, it did help. He told me, Mom, it does help. It did help. You know, his mm-hmm. advice did work. And so he felt a difference in his his thinking was more clear. So, um, right. Mommy, right. But, you know, eating healthy, taking vitamins, because, you know, our soil is depleted. So we have to take supplements. Um, but it's good if we can afford them to get good ones. Um, mm-hmm. And drinking water because sometimes we are so dehydrated, we and our, our mental capacity, and we think that it's that something's wrong, and it's just that you're not giving your body water and yes, breathing techniques, deep breathing. Yeah. Um, many people um, that have had cancers, doctors will tell them learn to deep deep breathe. 
because they hold their breath when they're anxious and they don't release right. it. And what does that do to your brain? It doesn't give it oxygen. So learning how to right. deep breathe in and out. And so um, that helps a lot. That helps with mm-hmm. your concentration. And and, and people well, are amazed, what? you know, that there's right. – go ahead. Yeah, because what happened really was uh, – Oh, about two or three months ago, I had some, someone was praying for me at church, and I kept um, telling the Lord about my concentration. And whatever happened, um, they said that the Lord says that I had a blockage on the right side of my brain and that he was healing me. And mm. so I felt like that had came um, I guess that's why that brain and concentration thing was coming up. But he said that he had healed me of, of something, and I guess it was um, something that was still there, you know, from, um, you know, when I had the two. I had one with my – I had a life show with my daughter on the inside when I was pregnant, and then I had one um 2015. So that was the mm-hmm. one I had like a short-term memory loss. So I guess wow. that's what I was struggling with. Yeah, that's what I was struggling with. So God said that he had healed it. So then I, um, you know, it, it's not like it was. And um, it's actually better for me, you know, to uh, have um, made a 4.0 with God's help and able to you know, write a lot of term papers because when I first started going to school, I couldn't do that. <laughs> that is good, isn't he? Yeah, I couldn't wow. do that, and now I can do it. And some of the kids in the class, they would be like, um, uh, the teacher and the instructor would say, well, only one professor was the only one person in the class made an A, and all of them would look Ooh. at me because I'm the oldest person going to that school, period. And so they are turning looking at me. So we know it's Miss Sylvia. So I start getting phone calls and they'll ask me how to do this and how to do that. I said, Lord, they're asking me and I was the one that started that had a blockage, you know, on the right side of the oh, brain and, and and now and so I ended my point oh. So um you know Wow I thank God that yeah, so <laughs> thank God because I know I couldn't have thank done praise that. Praise the Lord. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I couldn't have done That's that. Awesome. So, so God says that He wants me to go to as far as a PhD. So I don't know. I, I always joke and say I always say that I joke and say that I'll be ninety nine years old when I graduate with a PhD. Praise <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> So I know that I'm going to get the master's, but we're going to have to see about the PhD, what age I'm going to be. Uh, Praise the Lord. That's what he wants me to do, so I'm going to do it. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. Oh, wow. (laughs) You've encouraged a lot of us. Miss Sylvia (laughs) says she can do it. We can do it with Jesus' help, too, right? That's right. That's right. That's having the but fear of the Lord. Yes, <laughs> yes. He said do it. When he first said do it, I said, no, nah, he's not talking to me. I'm too old to do that. And so I got <laughs> in, and I guess <laughs> some of the kids were looking at me like, what are you doing here? 
So after this last semester, I plan to go to school online so they can stop looking. So I'm just going to. No, you're an example to them. (laughs) Yeah, because the only thing they're going to know is I'm going to graduate. (laughs) Yes, 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 they do. But they ask me, um, you know, spiritual questions and different things. Yeah, yeah, that's a ministry right there. <laughs> While you're in the classroom and they're asking questions, that's your opportunity to to preach the Lord to them and minister to oh. them and let them know what what God has put them on this earth for. So uh, yes, I mean, I, just pray yes, about I, it. Just pray I about did, it. Yes, yeah, but I did that. You know, when the um, professor would ask questions, but I think uh, at a certain point, I don't think the professor asked actually liked it you know what I mean <laughs> so I would they would talk to me they would ask me questions in class so I had to wait until we break in order because I didn't want to you know he, he'll start asking me questions and when I answer you know sometimes people can take it another way like you you know you think you know so much but that's not the case because when you have been through things a lot of things yeah. God impart a lot of wisdom so it's not about knowing anything because none of us will ever know everything there is to know in the spiritual, in, in you know, mm-hmm. in spiritual things. Exactly. We would never, yeah. we would never know. Mm-hmm. So but you, that but wasn't you know, it. So. Even, if, even telling them about your struggles, that is a testimony right there. Yeah. Because yes. they're, they're going to see that, wow, she's gone through these struggles. And she's still, you yes. know, doing her best, you know. And here I am that I got all my my young brain cells and and I can't <laughs> do it. What the, what is she doing that I need to know about? And that's your testimony. You could that's a, an open door. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I did all the semesters. <laughs> I could tell that's why the Lord told me to go into the classroom because it you know, it was ministry when I went. Wow. Yeah. That that's encouraging. See, but I have to for I think for yeah. all of us to hear you talk like this and you know, if you if God is yeah. doing it through you, we can do it. We can do all things yes. through Christ who strengthens. When us. I find out it's Amen. never you're never too old to go back to school. That's for sure. At first I thought Or never so. too oh old God. to to be a minister, right? <laughs> do anything. Yeah, I'm gonna yes. be um the yeah, the Lord says that I'm going to be ordained, and then I'm going to have. I already picked out my ministry name and everything, and uh, He says to get ready. So that's what He's been using me more in in the church. So um, that's wow. what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember years ago this minister. He got up on pulpit and he was saying, "Oh, once you hit fifty, it's." pretty much over you know god can't use you the same way that like when you were young you're proving him wrong <laughs> that's right you're yes, proving him does. wrong and it just when he said that there there was something that was grieved in me i was like that's not true that's not true if that were <laughs> that were true that, then moses and all these other men of god that god used you know in their older years no that's not true that's right. i mean that's you right. limit yourself if you believe that, but we got anything yes. possible. That's right, because that's why he put me on the food, um, eating better, because he says that I will be traveling a lot, 
So I, Ooh. you know, I'm preparing myself. He says I would go from state to state and from country to country sometimes. So wow. I, I, I can't feel like bogged down if I'm not feeling well, you know, even mm-hmm. though I minister sometime when I'm not feeling well because the Lord said the enemy attacks me before I get ready to go, but he wants me to push past that. And a lot of times I have to push past it and, and uh, lay hands on other people. So, I, well, you know, so I've learned Sister to push Sylvia. through. Sister Sylvia, what has the Lord uh-huh. put you on the spot? What has the Lord told you lately that you would share with us? Um, well, that was some of the stuff I was sharing about um, 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 ministry, the ministry preparing for ministry and um, some things um, pretty much about uh, age. Um, he always used to tell me age, uh, that I had to get past the age. And and then he said, you know, pretty much like renewing my strength because even though, like I'm 64, and even though I'm 64, you know, I I'm like uh, even though I've had some issues, um, um, you know, I size myself up sometime against other 64 years old, and and for the things that I have been through, you know, I. It doesn't seem like I've been through anything because God has delivered me from them all. But he's um, changing my eating habits, like I said before. Those were some of the things that he was uh, working with me on was my eating habits. And I started noticing, you know, the body. Yeah, because it's it's not always about, um, about, you know, the the. Food. Like I felt like I could hear him better when I had less mm-hmm. food on the inside. Yeah. yeah, and when I started, like you know, just putting in what I wanted to, it seems like I was sluggish and sluggish and couldn't hear, you know, that well. But it's all about, yeah. you know, um, changing your eating habit and exercising because God wants us to be um discipline in our eating habits and our exercise habits just as well as being disciplined in our prayer life or anything else. So mm-hmm. it's just the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so now um, yeah, he dealt with me. Uh huh. Um so is there anything you want us to pray about? Or oh yeah. I, I can like use more yeah, just um, pray on, you know, I'll be going back to school in August, and um, we're going to just pray on concerning that and learning ability, you know, wisdom and understanding the knowledge. All right. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for Sister Sylvia, Father God, for all that you've helped her with, Father, for using her to be an example to other people that can do it and that nothing that comes our way can stop us when you're with us and when you have a purpose and a plan for us in our lives to complete something that you have called us to do. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you know she's going to school. We ask you that you prepare everything, the school, the books, everything that she needs, that you supply all her needs, Father God, with school. We ask you, Father God, that you prepare her mentally physically, 
emotionally because sometimes it's taxing to take classes with some professors, Lord. I just pray that you give her the right professors with the right group, Father God, where she can be at and um, where they can share in classrooms things that they will learn for life. Lord, prepare her for for this ministry. and, And, Lord, just help her to understand that it's not a piece of paper that says that we're a minister, but your calling is what what puts us in our in the place that you want us. It's not what man says, it's what you say. And so show her and, and use her mightily for your kingdom's sake. Help her to, Father God, to just stretch out there and to expand your kingdom, Father God. Use her, use her words, her example. And continue to do that in her life in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. Give her the wisdom, the knowledge, all the things that she may need to learn. Help her brain. Help her to eat right. Give her more wisdom on what to do with her body in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, Sister Sylvia. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) You continue studying and being an example to all of us. (laughs) Amen. Well, God bless. Amen. God bless you as well. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Jesus. That was a nice call. All right. The next call is 251-229. Your name and where you're from. Hello. Oh, I know that voice. Hello. from Alabama. How (laughs) God bless you. Let me put you on mute yeah, and we'll we'll talk, okay? All right. <laughs> Thank you, Father God, for Sarah from Alabama. I don't know what it is, but when I mentioned your name, I thought about, you know how when spring comes up, I know we're not in spring, we're in the middle of summer, but when spring comes up, there's flowers and there's joy and you know, it was almost like a, a an Easter scene with bunnies and joy and 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 kids around and you know, um, just just pure joy, just just joy. I just see that spirit. I don't know what what it is, and and the Lord is confirming that to me. I could sense it in my spirit, man. Uh, it may have something to do with children, and so I thank you, Father God, for. But what you're doing in Sarah's life with children, Father God, I pray, Father God, that you just touch her and and just give her more anointing to know how to deal with children and uh, speak with them and to minister to them through your Holy Spirit, Father God, to minister to these little ones. They're so precious, Father God. You love the little children. You love them. And there's some there's a connection there with that that springtime with that joy. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for what you're doing in Sarah's life, Father God, for you're using her, Father God. That is her ministry to you, using her to minister to children, Father God. Um, and you have given her a special gift to to touch these children. Not everybody can can touch children, and so you definitely have done that in her life, Father God. So we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I just pray also for her finances. Lord, I just pray that you bless her finances and that your word says that you're the one that gives us wealth. So we just thank you, Father God, for meeting all her needs. 
Father God, whether through the job or whatever other means. Lord, you're the one that provides. And so we thank you for that, for her and for her daughter. Thank you, Father God, for the the school year that's coming up and all the things that her daughter may need. Father God, we just pray that you complete everything. You help her with anything that she needs to do. Father God, and even with the jobs that she needs to um, apply for, that you connect her with the right ones in the name of Jesus. And so thank you, Father God, for Sarah, for Sarah from Alabama. I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name that you're covering her, that you're giving her the wisdom that she needs, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Sarah, how are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. What's going on at work with family? Well, everything's been going good. Um now I I guess the latest update is that I had someone to kinda uh had a what do you call a wreck. And I didn't the it was actually the other person's fault. They kind of um totaled my car. Oh, yeah. No. It's a, yeah, they it well what happened was she hit me in the back and it was still running and everything, but uh when we took it to the when I took it to the body shop, they said it was gonna be, you know, some work <laughs> to get it repaired. Oh, so of course wow. her insurance, yeah, her insurance, uh, you know, gave me pretty much uh, the amount uh, deemed. So I have to get another car, yeah. but I'm still praising the Lord. Yeah. What is it with the yeah. car accidents lately? There's been a lot of them, but, like, people are, like, they're not driving the same way that they used to. Um, we're hearing a lot of it. Like, yesterday, um, my son had to go pick up something from somewhere, from these people that he knows, and the lady had a car accident. Her front bumper was all messed up. I'm like, why? my goodness, what's going on on the roads? Why People are, like, just driving you know, crazy. Uh, well, yeah. I'm glad that you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. You're doing well? I'm Thank doing you. pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, you know, I'll probably have to get another car, but my daughter was like, well, Mom, we, we're blessed to have this car. You know, we have a, a Toyota uh, RAV, so... Um, she said, let's not get more into cars. Let's kind of move out. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm praying. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, asking the Lord on tonight, you know, to order my footsteps and to where he will have me go, especially after this yes, wreck, Lord. you know. Yeah. Yes. And Lord, I just pray that you help Sarah to find a better car than what she had before, something nicer than what she had before, that she would find the right people that that have taken good care of the car, a good car where she won't have uh, to do any um, work on it, that she'll, you know, just buy a good car, that she'll find that good car, Father God. 
supply her with that, Father God. You are her God. You are Jehovah Nisi, the Lord of victory. You give her victory. You give her prosperity. You give her health. You give her all the things that she needs, wealth. Father God, I just pray that she'll be in the right place at the right time to connect with people that are selling a good car, a good car, Father God, and protect her and protect everybody on PGN, the PGN family, Father God, that drive round and about, Father God, protect them from dangers unaware, Father God, uh, Prophet Randy, his family, all the people that that are uh, PGN family, Father God, we just pray you protect them. Father God, on the road, keep them safe. Keep their cars safe, especially in this heat, Father God. It seems like air conditioners are going out. Home air conditioners are going out. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, we just pray that you protect everyone from the the heat in Jesus' name. Their cars, their homes, Father God. I pray this in the name of Jesus, that you be their covering, that you protect them. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for Sarah, and thank you for that new car. Thank you for the finances, even more finances to meet any of her other needs in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh, wow, Sarah. That's just, oh, I know that's that's never fun. That's really, but I'm glad that you're okay, that you're doing all right. Was it fast? Were they driving fast and hit you? No, the roads were slippery. I mean, it was a rainy day, and it was off, you know, where you turn into uh, coming into the actual city, um, and the sign was yield. So I yield, and apparently, you know, I was yielding, letting the other car go by, and she didn't yield, and so she, you know, crashed in the back. So. Mm-hmm. That's what caused it to say. She she didn't bother to yield. So Oh man. Yeah, so yeah, I have to get rough. another V. Yeah, it's yeah, kinda in rough. our city there's a lot of constructions and I'm being real careful, especially from behind. I'm like, you know, I put the blinkers on when I see that they're getting a little too close. I'll put the blinkers on. Um, to let them know with time that, you know, hey, you got to slow down because I'm slowing down. And so that mm-hmm. tends to help a little because, you know, they don't know until they're right on you. They don't know until they're right on you. So I learned that little tip a while back because um, I don't like to be from the back. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so we plead the blood of Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was kind of, after after it, I was kind of like, you know, kind of leery about like getting in the car and driving and everything. So I let Leah drive me around a little bit, but uh, I'm kind of, you know, last uh, evening I went ahead and took the car for a spin and said, well, let me get back out there because fear is not of God and I don't want to be, right. you know, so fearful and afraid to get in the car again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you have to get right back on because if you don't, the longer you wait, the more the fear will be. So, um, yeah, I, I had that one time somebody hit me in the back and I was always looking in the back, but um, no, I just put it head on and I'm not, no, I'm not going to walk in fear. And, and I forgot about it, but I'm careful being that I understand that sometimes people are not aware 
they're not paying attention. I'll put the blinkers on to, you know, hey, hello. <laughs> and it does work, <laughs> you know, and I keep a safe distance from the person in front because if they do hit you, you hit them, you, you have to pay them for whatever damages your car does to them. Well, at least that's how it is over here. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the things that we can't avoid and rush hour and all that, if you can wait for a little while, wait and then drive. Um, just people are just in a hurry to get nowhere. Um, well, anyway, that's my little rant. <laughs> Would you like any <laughs> prayer tonight? Would you like to say about say anything tonight? Well, I'm just really thankful that everything turned out okay, and I'm mm-hmm. thankful to the Lord for that, and uh, both parties, you know, um, and um, just get, you know, uh, health for, I mean, prayer for um, Leah, you know, she's, uh, her dad will be going back um, to his town uh, around the 7th. Of August, mm-hmm. so I just really want to get prayer for her and her job that, you know, it'll be stable because they, you know, of course, want her to get the COVID shot. Of course, everybody in the health field have to get it, so. Oh, they're still pushing that. Yeah. 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 My sister went back home to, to Puerto Rico, and then she was saying that there was a lot of people that were getting sick because of it. Some people were even having anxiety. And I'm like, well, what does that have to do with the COVID shot? Um, not feeling mm-hmm. well and things like that. And so she was sharing with me, you know, the people that she had been talking to over there. Um, and I was like, wow, what's going on over there that, you know, with, with these shots? So, um, yeah, we, we we still have to be careful. So pray up, pray over her. And uh, so, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for Leah, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over her that not, no no weapon formed against her will prosper, and every tongue that rises up against her in judgment shall be proven to be in the wrong. And I pray, Father God, that nothing that, that she may take, Father God, that, that would hurt her, that would harm her years to come, I just plead the blood over her, and I ask you, Father God, to protect her, Father God, as well as Sarah, in Jesus' name. And protect her in that trip or whatever she's doing with her dad. That they have a, a good time, a time of bonding. And that uh, protect her job, Father God. Um, and uh, just give her favor, favor in Jesus' name at work. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, Sarah. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, I'm just glad uh, for the family of PGN um, and especially Prophet Landing for um, you know, being the founder of PGN because it's so, you know, it's just so anointed, you know, to be able to come together and have a PGN uh, family, you know, so that mm-hmm. you can call at night or when you get off work or what have you and find the anointing mm-hmm. of God that's there working throughout the prayer lines through his prophets and prophetesses. So I'm thankful. Yes. It, it, I mean, we all do it one day a week, but he's doing it like four days a week. So it takes a lot out of him. So I pray for him. I pray that God will give him strength, especially as we're all getting older, uh, that he gives them strength, that he blesses him, and that he, you know, helps him 
to move um, higher and uh, do more in Jesus' name and for his family and his his wife, Father God. And we just ask you to bless her and, and keep her in Jesus' name. Yes. Mm-hmm. And continue praying for him because it's not easy doing the, you know, the ministry and getting all this stuff set up. And I'm sure it's a lot of work. It's got to be a lot of work. And talking to people, uh, you know, uh, I pray that he gets really creative. He's doing really good. So um, we're proud of him. And he was very happy this Thursday when he was giving the message. He was, You could tell he was so happy. Um, things are finally moving. <laughs> so. Um, praise the Lord Alright Sarah yeah. Well thank you for calling And God bless you And uh, we, we always are You're always a blessing to us Oh thank you Prophetess Carmen And I'll be on the car hunt <laughs> In Jesus name <laughs> <laughs> Alright Well God bless Alright God bless you Bye bye Alright 754-255 Your name and where you're from Hey, Carmen, this is um, Donald and Tanya from Florida. All right. Let me put you on on uh, mute, Tanya. All right. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. For Donald and Tanya, Father God. Thank you for Donald, Father God. And thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in him, Father. I see you like exerting, exerting, you know, uh, putting energy uh, into work. Um, but at the same time, you're keeping your eyes on your family and knowing that you, you got to take care of them. And I thank you, Lord. I just, you know, when we first started talking, I just sense uh, something that God is trying to do between both of you with your marriage, um, being examples to other people, younger people, people that are younger than you. Uh, right now, people need examples to look up to because uh it's rough out there with marriages and all the challenges people have uh, when they're young and they're married and all the things that are out there in society. So I, I just sense the Lord is is going to begin using you with the younger younger marriages um, to minister to them. Um, and you may feel that us, you know, we, you know, we're barely mute ourselves and trying to, but yes, there's a lot of things that the Lord is going to use you in because it's not you, it's the Lord through you. The Lord is using you and he's your, you're the vessel. So think it not strange when you see people coming close to you that are younger than you and just, they're just looking for people to mentor them to you know, to help them in their walk in their marriage because it's godly wisdom that helps us to get through. And so we thank you, Father God, for Donald and Tanya. We thank you, Father God, for Tanya, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for that. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, for the motherly love. Thank you, Lord, for the motherly love, not only for your children, but for other people. And, um, 
Thank you, Jesus. Even for older people, people that may be older than you. I see you, Tanya, you know, being uh, speaking to them and, and um, being like a mother. Um, you don't have to be older than people to be a mother. Uh, and so I see you, you know, with that motherly love, not only with the children, but with older people, too, just giving them motherly love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, Father God, for the that mother's touch. Sometimes people need that, even in their older years, uh, because there's some things that are stifled in them. And I, I sense that there is a maturity about you that that will touch those things in people's lives that will help them to um, come out of being stuck and being, you know, like in a, a place where they're, they, they, they don't move, they don't progress. And so we thank you, Father God, for that godly wisdom that you give Tanya in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Donald's job. I don't know if it's a future job or the one that he has right now. Well, we just pray that you bless him, Father God. And I and I sense that you have baskets, many baskets. That doesn't mean that because you have a job that you can't have other things that bring income too. You know, there's many baskets that God can give us to do different things to bring income in. And so thank you, Lord, for the, the, the many things that you give them to do to bring in the finances. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Donna and Tanya, how are you guys? No, we're doing fine. We're doing good. We're doing great. Um, We thank you for the prayers. And, um, you know, I do do relate to, um, you know, everything that you were saying, um, especially about the basket, the different, Different ways, because I've been trying to, <laughs> I've been trying to think of different ways, um, you know, besides my job to bring bring in income or finance, and I've been praying to God about that, um, you know, just to, you know, give me um, give me more wisdom, um, or give me ideas, um, you mm-hmm. know, you know, different ways or send some send something, um, to to add to, you know, what I'm doing, mm-hmm. what, what um, I was doing. You know, just to get some extra extra income. So I have been, you know, praying to God about that and um, just trying to clear my mind and see um, what else is profitable, you know, out mm-hmm. there that could help us and get us, you know, get us over the over the hump, over the edge, and just be lucrative um, for us, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and also also um. Even for um, Tanya about the motherly love thing, and um, yeah, that's how that's how she is for real. So, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! To me, I just sense the the Lord saying it's almost like a it's a pastoral calling too. Yeah, pastor's wife has um a a mother's instinct for the sheep so i i'm and i just got that now as i'm talking to you 
about the pastoral calling. So if she's called mm-hmm. to be a pastor, that means you have a calling too because God doesn't do something different. I mean, he can use us differently, but um, mm-hmm. there seems to be something there. There seems to be something there. So um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're supplying their needs in every area of their lives, that you're going to bless them not only in that, but in your kingdom to use them for your glory. Thank you, Lord, and you're going to give them the increase, and it's all for your glory. It's all for your kingdom's sake. So we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the the heart of, of the Father, of the heart of the Father to touch his sheep. Thank you, Lord. You know, um, so God, that's what I'm sensing because I saw you. Um, I, I don't know your face, but I saw a body and holding baskets, <laughs> like different mm-hmm. baskets. So, um, yeah, it's not just one thing. God is going to show you different things, different avenues um, to mm-hmm. have increase. Um, don't just, you know, like they say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> So you invest, you you do other things too, and, and and God will help you, and He'll help He'll show you. Um, just like Sister Sylvia, she couldn't do it at the beginning, but then as she went on, she learned how to do things. And sometimes we don't realize that God is giving us this wisdom to do certain things. But then when other people look at us, you know, like how do you do that? And then you realize, wow, you know, it is hard, but it's God doing it through us, and you know, we don't realize that that it is much easier because God was there to help us. So imagine mm. how much harder it would be without him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for for that that entrepreneurship. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' Amen. name. Thank you, Jesus. And for the time, the time and the energy to do it, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's going to do it. He, that's what I was saying. He's going to do it. And so we don't know. Um, God will give you divine connections for that. You'll see. And and they'll and in that divine connections, you're going to learn the things that it took others longer to to do. Amen. 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 So there's going to be some divine connection. So, you know, don't shut others off because you don't have the time and this and that. You don't know if that's the divine connection that God is trying to put in your life to help you boost you in other areas. So um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, godly wisdom comes from, you know, even other business people, other people that are doing business, and they'll teach you. And then you'll teach them things, you know, and it helps. It helps. We can't yeah. always do everything on our own, but it's the right connections at the right time. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Is there anything you guys yeah. want to pray about, want us to pray? Yeah. Um, yeah, Tanya, Tanya um, you want to explain? You want yes. Explain? Um, yeah, I've been sick for these past four days. I've had... Um, you know, chronic GERD, acid reflux, it went away, you know, I believe God healed me, so, um, you know, it's 
kind of like a confusion now that I see it, it wants to come back. But I know that's how the enemy works. Whatever God has done before, it's like I feel like it's just going to plant confusion. So I went to the hospital today. I basically can swallow anything, whatever that I eat. Um, because of the acid reflux, I guess right now my um, esophagus is inflamed. So whatever that I eat, mm-hmm. the food comes back in five days with pain. Um, they give me steroids to kind of help um, because, you know, it's kind of like a muscle relaxer too, so it's good for inflammation. But um, like I said, this is something I've suffered before. I've asked Randy for prayer, and, you know, I even had a dream that one time Randy was saying, um, you healed, and I keep saying it in the dream, and I think after a while, it's been two years, I've never had that thing anymore. So it's crazy that, um, you know, last week it started and now it's been nonstop, you know, bothering me, hurting me. Like I can't literally eat anything. Even if I drink water, I, you know, the water comes back up because of the acid. So I was asking for prayer for that. I know once yeah. that does something, it's, it's already done and I believe that it was done. So right now it's just a little bit of confusion that, oh my God, like this thing came back again. How? Because I know I give countless of testimonies that I know that I will believe that I was healed and God did it. So if you can pray for that yeah. for me, um, you know, because I feel like it's a, a little is that when you eat, uh, is it that like a high acid, um, like a uric acid in your body? Yes, it, it, it's acid. Like I said, I've, I've suffered for, with, from it for a while. It's called GERD, gastroesophageal mm-hmm. reflux disease. I've had it for uh-huh. years and years, and yeah. So, you know, I was oh, I was okay. put on a special diet, with certain food that I cannot eat, which I had stayed away from. That, like I said, I do believe with everything that I was doing, it wasn't working, and I just had a dream, and I and I know you got healed me. So it's been two, almost going on three years. Like I could literally eat anything. Like I was fine, you know. Every time my people that knew me personally was saying, oh, my God, I remember how sick you used to be. You know, God really did it for you. So, like I said, it started last week, and then this week it just got really, really worse. Where right now, anything I put in my stomach, it doesn't want to stay down. So, today the diagnosis was dysphagia, which is, you know, difficulty of swallowing, but it's really due to Mm -hmm. the acid that keeps coming back up to my esophagus and make it swollen. So, now the tissue in my throat is swollen. Uh So, basically, what that I eat cannot keep down, you know, I think it's called regurgitation. So whatever I eat, mm-hmm. I can eat for like two, three hours. The food comes back up the way it is. So I've been trying to do liquid mashed potatoes. So these things kind of help. But the steroid You're, was Are really you taking any the- Tums? Are you taking any Tums? Because yes. that's bad for I'm you. Ta- yeah, I'm taking Don't antacid. Take the- uh, I was prescribed. Yeah, yeah the Tums help, help. Too, but they no, that mm-hmm. that's that's not gonna help because that suppresses oh. the acid and that's what your body needs. It's really acid that it needs. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had it years ago and I stopped. I didn't take any tums. I was taking apple cider vinegar and it hurt like crazy mm-hmm. at first. Um, mm-hmm. And then little by little, it does something different in your stomach. The uh, apple cider vinegar. I would use okay. uh, pillows to incline me, you know, like a mm-hmm. like a slant, and that helps yes. because that way the acid doesn't go up. It's also down. drinking yes. pH water, pH water, because your pH yes. in your stomach, your pH balance is not right. It's off. It's probably too acid. Yes. 
And so mm-hmm. um, the pH water heals also the your 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 esophagus and all that because of the mm-hmm. pH balance. But you have to take it okay. constantly. There is a oh my goodness, I, there's one that's called, I forget the name now. Um, Essencia. That's mm-hmm. the one they sell it in in Walmart. I mean, Walmart? even if it's okay. just for you, okay. yeah, even if mm-hmm. it's just drink that. That helps. That mm-hmm. also helps with your okay. stomach. I, I, I mean, you you do what the doctor tells you, but honestly, mm-hmm. um, if you hear naturopaths, they tell you not to take mm-hmm. Tums because it makes the situation yeah. worse. Yeah, and you're and, right. Uh, Whatever that I was taking over the years, it never helped. All these antacid, Prilosec, I've done it all. Nexium, um, yeah. Omeprazole, all these. It was making it basically giving me 10 side effects it's i'm taking something mm-hmm. to help me with the stomach but it's, it's seven different things constipation headache and you know moody all of this so i, I was telling myself when I make you go. Mm-hmm. that that water will make you go okay. um, I'm yeah because uh, yeah. um i don't know if you've heard listen to daniel daniel's my friend and he was having problems and so he was drinking the water mm-hmm. And he was feeling mm-hmm. really good. We stopped, you know, lately because of the things, you know, he yeah. hasn't been um, in his apartment and he's been traveling okay. a lot. But when we drink that okay. water, we do feel better. I mean, you, your face feels different. Uh, I mean, you go to the bathroom better. It's not just because it's yeah. a pH balance water. It, it tastes good, too. Okay. It's not like some of these yeah. other pH waters that taste like, you know, really earthy. No, this one doesn't mm-hmm. taste earthy. It tastes really good. Okay. Um, uh, you can get it, at, it maybe at, at Sam's, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if they sell mm-hmm. it at Sam's in in a larger container. I know okay. that you, you okay. or you can order it. Um, but drink mm-hmm. that. Honestly, the Tums okay. is not going to help. Natural paths tell okay. you Tums is bad. Yes. It makes it worse. It makes okay. it worse. Okay. So um, yeah. well, don't eat uh, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while, don't eat tomatoes. Um, and if you do eat tomatoes, yeah, take the, eat the, the the seeds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, cayenne pepper, they say it's okay for you, but um, it's. I mean, it's the right now. You shouldn't be doing anything to irritate it. Right now, you need it to heal. So, uh, yes, honestly, apple cider vinegar and maybe in a salad or something that helps mm-hmm. with uh, olive oil. Oh. That helps coat it. Mm-hmm. Um, eating with the salad, um, I mean, it sounds like it's going to burn, and it will burn at first. But mm-hmm. uh, have you ever used um, vinegar on your feet with water? It softens your feet. It softens oh, your no. feet. So it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. apple cider vinegar is the best one because it has um, probiotics in it. It has It's life in there. It's a, It has a mother in there. You see, like, little things on oh. the bottom of it? That's the best kind of vinegar. Um, but not everybody okay. can take that because um, some people are really sensitive and it b- hurts their bones and stuff like that because you can't take a lot of that for over a long period of time. But I know I did that and I was hurting and I was taking those medications too. And that did not help me at all. Yeah. And so I just okay. went, you know, okay, let's take a teaspoon of this. A couple of times I did that and it started feeling better. And so I'm careful okay. what I I don't eat before going to bed, uh, yeah. or hours before going to bed. That's a no no because you're gonna be bringing that up. 
Um, but mm-hmm. it's because the, there's a pH balance, a wrong pH balance in your stomach. And the water is really good. Try that and go online and see natural ways of taking care of that. And you'll you'll get a lot of benefits of it. I know I took it okay. and I don't have it anymore. I don't have it no, anymore. So, Father, me. in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for, for Tanya, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, because even as we're speaking, Father God, Lord, we we declare and decree that the the stomach lining and all the the acid that you balance that out, that it will be the normal pH balance in her stomach, Father God. We pray that you heal her uh, mouth, her throat, her esophagus, all the way down, Father God. That you heal everything that may have gotten um, damaged, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray that you would help her to go to the right sources to find the help for natural ways of of healing. And we just thank you, Father God, because you're healing her even as we speak. We thank you for your healing touch right now. And I pray, Father God, that you would help her to maintain that healing by eating the right things and um, eating at the right time. And we just thank you for that in Jesus' name, that she will not lose her healing, that she will be get better and better each and every day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, I, I'll be hearing from you. I know that you're going to get better. Yeah. Amen? Yes. Amen. And this yes. time you're not going to lose it. Yeah, you're not going to lose it. You're going to yes. maintain it because you're going to be obedient and you're going to hear what God has to say. Yes. So we thank you for that, Father God. If he did it for me, he's going to do it for you. Amen? Amen. I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. Anything else you need prayer for before I move on? Yes. Along? Um, we've been wanting a car. We're praying God to bless us with a car because at this moment, um, the car Donald has is not working. Um, I thank God now I'm on summer vacation, so he's been using my car. I have three more weeks until mm-hmm. I go back to work. You know, we don't have the finances. We don't know where the money coming from, but I know God is a provider. So um, we mm-hmm. we just pray. I want you to pray and agree with us um, for God to bless us with a new car. Yes, Father, we just pray, Father God, for that that car, Father God, that it'll be a good car, that it'll be a car that's safe to drive, that it'll be a car that won't wear out, that it won't um, have issues, Father God. I just pray that you uh, are able to connect them with, with the right place where they are going to find a good car with a good deal, Father God. I pray, Father God, for the finances to come in also, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you give them the um, the strategies to, to know where to look, um, where to look, where to look, Father God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Father God. Lord, I pray that you direct their path, Father God, as to where they're supposed to go, how they're supposed to obtain this, Father God, Uh, what parking uh, uh, car lot they're supposed to go to, which ones not to go to. And so we thank you, Father God, or if there is someone, Father God, that, has the right car that they somehow will get in contact with that person some way or somehow where they can make arrangements, Father God, 
to pay them little by little to pay that car off in Jesus' name. I know there's nothing impossible with you, Father. Lord, open the doors for that. And, Lord, anyone else on the line that may need a car, Lord, I also ask you to supply them with cars, Father, in Jesus' name. Help them, Father God, to get those cars that they need so that they can find the jobs. They can do the jobs. They can go, and, Father God, in Jesus' name. And keep them safe on the roads, Father God. Keep them safe on the roads with these accidents, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Keep them from dangers unaware in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Anything else, uh, Tanya? No, thank you so much, Carmen. We thank appreciate you, Carmen. your prayer. You. And, um, you know, today I fell down, so talking to you and hearing your testimony as well with the healing, it, it gives me hope. So thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, hey, go on YouTube and look for naturopath. There's one um, called... Um, Oh my goodness! Uh, he slips my mind. He's uh, a a young Jewish doctor, uh, Ruben something Ruben, something Ruben. Okay. He's a naturopath, and there's a uh, Doctor Axe. He's another one that mm-hmm. um, they get on videos and they do natural stuff. You may want to look for them. Um, uh, the Ruben guy used to be the owner of the Garden of Life um, products that they sell in the oh. natural stores. Um, and then they sold it later on, but they're good products, and he knows a lot. And this young doctor, let me look it up for for a moment because he is very good, Doctor Rubin. Doctor Jordan Rubin is what's his name, Jordan Rubin. Let me see if that comes up. A makers, he did the makers diet. He he almost died. Um, this young doctor almost died. He had, uh, what was it? I, I can't remember, but he looked like somebody from Auschwitz with that. He was so skinny and mm-hmm. he has a testimony, he has a book, uh, where he, he got better and he had to maintain a certain diet because if not, he could die. And now he's got children. He got married. He's healthy. He's, he's got muscles. Um, I, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've listened to his, um, testimony years ago and he was really young at that time and now he's you know he works with another it's called the maker's diet um there's another one the patient heal thyself um and he went around looking for different people that gave him solutions on what to eat because he almost died um, his parents had money but they didn't know what to do with him and he had to take matters in his hands um you should see him in the cover of the book it's called patient heal thyself um, by dr jordan rubin and you can see the before and the after on the cover of the book it's you can look him up on youtube um and maybe you might find something that talks about um acid reflux and all that stuff okay okay yes Okay, so yeah, I'm looking about that. Actually looking now, and I see the what you're saying when he was skinny. Okay, uh, I'll keep looking him up you see and that? listen you to see him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he's really good. I got an old old okay. book somewhere, you know, of his story. Um, so yeah, you got a lot to look up now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes. yes. All right, girl. Okay, I can wait to share a testimony with you. So thank you again, Carmen. Yes. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Two.
Oh, I'm sorry. God bless you. I hope you have a good week, guys. Donald and Tanya. All right, 214-415, your name and where you're from. Hi, it's Barbara from Texas. Oh, Sister Barbara, it's always good to hear you. (laughs) Give me one moment here. Let's see. All right, so I can keep track on who's calling. All right. Thank you, Lord. Let me put you on mute, and then I'll come back. Thank you, Father God, for Sister Barbara, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm sensing that sometimes you think that what you do sometimes is not effective, but you know what? It is. And God's going to be showing you that that because you are obedient and you're on the right in the right place at the right time, that God's going to use you to minister to certain people that you normally wouldn't be ministering to. I don't know if that's already happened or um, it's going to happen. And so um, it's to prove to you and to use you at the same time. Because sometimes we get into our uh, our walk with the Lord that sometimes we feel, are you, are you sure about me, Lord? <laughs> are you sure? But the Lord will show you that, that you are who he's called you to be. And so he's going to use you uh, with these strange situations that normally you wouldn't have. And so um, just be obedient and allow yourself to be in the right place at the right time when the the Lord says, you know, go, because we're supposed to be ready in season and out of season. So God is going to show you that you are called. But it's not always going to be, you know, wild and exciting. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes it's going to be different. And so that's okay. It's our obedient heart that pleases the Lord. That's what the Lord wants. And when we do that, we, believe it or not, we have a smell to ourselves when we are obedient. And God can smell us. Um, I was reading in the Word how people were in sin and God could smell the stench of their sin. And so if he can smell the stench of their sin, he can also smell us when we're being obedient. It's a pleasing aroma. So stay stay obedient and watch what, he, what he's going to show you. So we thank you, Father God, for Sister Barbara's obedience, for her love for you, for her obedience. And even when she's feeling it and when she's not feeling it, she's obedient. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, Sister Barbara, how are you? What's going on? So it's always good to hear you. So excited. Um, I just made it in. And I just been with family. Um, I was just amazed at how they had been looking for me. And um, you know how really? family reunion is. And then I had to oh, cook and prepare family things. reunion. Oh, that's yes. nice. I also served. Uh, I think the last one to live. 
um, for the family reunion. Um, I think she's like 98, 96 or something like that. I don't know. She's up there. And so it was just a, a, a great joy to give her hugs and love and let her know we love you mm-hmm. and, you know, and that the blessing of the Lord, you know, is upon her and, um, you know, and just say some encouraging things to people that outlive your their, your grandparents and all their siblings. And, wow. And so we were just excited about preparing for today. So I'm just not walking in. Been up since 6 this morning. And so being out of town, you know, uh, all the cousins and seeing people, blessing people, hugging people, <laughs> you know how it goes. That's good. Because I have a large family, so. But I'm excited. Did you get a chance and, to minister uh, to them? I we got a chance to pray, and we got I got a chance to encourage a lot of them, and the ones I really wanted to minister to, they had to leave, but I still put my arms around some that I don't normally hug, and uh, <laughs> you know, and just show them the love of God just by smiling, and just uh, letting them see the peace of God, and I got a lot of attention for some reason, attention that I wasn't looking for. You so know, maybe because, that's the, uh, the the strange thing that you weren't uh, that God that you may not have been expecting. There, there you go. <laughs> and yes, that was I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to see so many young people come to me, um, just loving Ooh. on me and just hugging on me and and say that oh you are just so beautiful, not just on the outside but inside. And I just wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to see a lot of people. And I got calls that I wouldn't normally get, um, you know, asking for direction and saying, I'm excited to see you and we can't wait to see you. I mean, it was just a turnaround. And then there was one sister that I knew for sure that I hadn't talked to her in about 15 years uh, and more and longer because of the hatred. Uh-huh. Because of the jealousy, the hatred, the unforgiveness, the bitterness. And I said, hi, how are you? And I guess she was shocked. She was just looking at me kind of like just wild-eyed big. And I had the most beautiful smile. And I didn't know that I had a beautiful smile until they showed me the photos. I wasn't expecting the photos Mm -hmm. to look that way. (laughs) And I was like, oh, we didn't look too bad. You know, and I was like, wow. And then I heard a lot of Thank people say, oh, you your skin's so pretty. You're so beautiful. And I was like, huh, really? I said, you think so? I said, well, praise God. He gets the glory. And so they opened up the door for me to talk to them and say something. Thank and, you, and they said they were going around asking for me, and they were looking for me. So, you know, the one with the pretty skin? <laughs> You know, and I'm like, huh? I mean, I've never heard of such little bitty things, you know, and it made me but feel you know so what? proud. That was so God. Good. That's God yeah. put, giving yeah. you what you needed, too, because he knows what you need. And so he was giving it to you through your family, through people you haven't seen in a long time, and that filled your cup. But at the same time, he used you to show you that you are called, that you are truly called with family. You know, that that's a hard bunch to minister to sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. 
<laughs> but I'm glad you you're remembering the 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 topic that we talked about last week about the root of bitterness and you know mm-hmm. that we have to let go of those things and um you know especially with our families because if we don't it can tear families apart and people don't realize it um mm-hmm. i've tried to you know speak that into you know my family and let them know no you got to forgive you got to let go mm-hmm. it helps you it's really good for you um yeah, and so we can't take offenses from years ago and just let go of, of those things. Yeah. Have you ever heard the, um, a, a, pro, a program? I can't remember. Uh, oh, it was the Andy Griffith Show where there was an episode <laughs> of two hillbillies that were feuding one family with the other for many years, and, and they 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 were feuding for so long they couldn't even remember. <laughs> they couldn't yeah. even remember why they were fighting anymore but there was bitterness and hatred for one another and so you know you got to let it go you got to let those things yeah. go and so oh i'm so happy that you you had a good time oh, with I got your another family. one that there is... was another sister she was so mm-hmm. uh this young lady was more closer to mm-hmm. me than anybody and this young lady when i walked in her eyes were so big that she just hugged me and she said hi mm-hmm. how are you I said, oh, it's good to see you. She said, I'm going to work with you and help serve. How about that? And I was like, wow. Oh, nice. And I could just see her whole radiance change, you know, special concerning me. She didn't think that I would be so kind and gentle to her. And I said, see there, Lord. I said, I'm so grateful. That's the reward of humility. <laughs> when you have mm, Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know, mm, because thank I, you, I Lord. had to let down a little pride. And stay humble and and just remember <laughs> God's grace and submit myself before him and resist mm. the devil and he had to flee. And I could see them trying to get angry because there was an artistic little child and it just started screaming. Oh. And the girl said, oh, they were talking about. And I said, you know what? I said, that baby want to scream, just let the baby scream. I said, all I wanted was a little cake. I said, but it's okay. Everybody mm-hmm. understands. We knew there was a problem, yeah. but it was okay. And so I said, so don't take it to heart. I said, just just enjoy, okay? No more bitterness. And I started praying for them, mm-hmm. so, you know, as I walked off so they wouldn't be, you know, feuding with someone. And, and I could mm-hmm. see it, and I just went around hugging and laughing and playing with the children, you know, not actually play play, but just smile and talk to them real gentle and, you know, with some compassionate. Because children don't know you, but they can tell when you're nice, and they can tell when you're mm-hmm. mean, and they can tell when you don't like them. So, you know, and helping them get down up, down the stairs. And I said, see, you didn't think you could do it by yourself. You're so bold. And I said, oh, I got to try what you try. You know, and it was just, like, <laughs> so beautiful. And then I, I could see one that had, like, um, a little early of dimension and something. And she mm-hmm. looked at me and she stared, and then she said, oh, "It's you, Barbara." And I said, "See what oh, God do." Remember you, people. And I started uh, rebuking whatever. And when I gave her a hug, I just the Lord said, "Lay hands in the back of her brain, and just give her a tight hug." And I said, "I miss you. I love you. I love you." And I said, "Do you remember you used to babysit and keep me?" <laughs> and she wow. was just smiling, you know. And I'm like, "Okay, oh. Lord." <laughs> 
I said, thank you, Lord, for keeping me kind of lowly. You know, my desire is to be kind of among the lowly so I can take the attitude of a servant, you know. And and I think that opened (laughs) up some doors, like you were saying, because one of the cousins Mm -hmm. that was in charge of the prayer and the reading, I I didn't say Mm -hmm. anything, but I knew I could have done better to help them out, you know, because they were shy and, and they were embarrassed. You know, and I mm-hmm. you could feel it, but I still I said, oh, I enjoyed you, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. she said, I've been looking for you. I need your phone number. I I need you when the next year comes. I'm like, Ooh. oh, nice. <laughs> no, so there they're go. looking forward to seeing each other. That is awesome. That yeah, is I awesome. think they want that my help beautiful. and opening up and prayer and scriptures and stuff. So nice. that's basically nice. what they were doing. Right mm-hmm. up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh so those goodness. are well, all the little testimonies that means a lot to me. So yes, 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 yes. That is a blessing. And if anybody's hearing and you get a chance to go and do a family reunion, that is oh, that's so beautiful. That is a nice thing. I mean, yeah, we better do as much as though uh, as many as those that we can because. Uh, Times are going to get darker And they are dark mm-hmm. But they're going to get darker But God says when the, there is darkness Our light is going to shine Even brighter mm-hmm. Arise shine mm-hmm. for your light has come And the glory of the <laughs> Lord Has risen upon you So we need to allow God To even in the midst of These dark days to Go after our families Minister to them and they'll come to Jesus mm-hmm. This is the time. This is the time. We have to take advantage of this. It's going to get darker. And even when it gets darker, think it not strange. Many will come. Many will come to the Lord. And that's what the Lord was showing me, that many, many will be coming. And not to stop praying for our family members and our friends mm-hmm. and our close relatives. They're going to, they're going to know the Lord. They're going to know the Lord, especially when they start seeing. But if we don't share things with them, how will they know? How mm-hmm. will they know? So we have to share wow. with them now, even though we may to get some criticism. But then when things are start happening, they're going to go, oh, she was right. She was talking what, mm-hmm. what God was doing. And so they're going to come. They're going to come. Just do what you have to do, what God tells you to do, and they'll come. So is there anything else you would like to pray about or say anything else? I I was just touching on with the uh, esophagus and um, the the last caller. So I was just in agreement because I know I had to go through all of that and um, and praying for everybody in their cars. I said, Lord, tonight is car season. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Uh, Okay, Lord, boy. Yes, we need cars. Yes, and so I was just in agreement with all your prayers. For cars, (laughs) thank you, Lord. Yeah, my son was asking for that. He was saying, "Yeah, I need a car, Mom." I'm like, "Oh, him too." (laughs) So, thank you, Lord. Supply the needs for cars, Father God. We just ask you for that, Heavenly Father, and we know that you're going to supply in Jesus' name. Um, All right, Sister Barbara. It's always Thank a pleasure. Thank you for mentioning about you. the water as well, that pH uh, water. Um, yeah, it is um, good. Thank you, because that's what I drink, it, and I buy it from Sam's or either my daughter or try to order it. 
And so it is a great water, and that's what they recommend, that we stay on that particular water. Yeah, so, I've mentioned that water. Me and Daniel have mentioned that water before on the show. So, um, yeah, I hope people listen and, ta- and start taking it. I mean, it's better than buying a soda, and it does you good. So, yes. amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Well, God bless you. You know we love you. I love y'all, too. I love PG and probably right. Randy and Julie. So thank you. Amen. All right. All right. See you next week. All right. 989, your name and where you're from. 828989, your name and where you're from. Unmute yourself. <laughs> they probably fell asleep. I hope they didn't. Poor thing. Hello? 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 Your name and where are you from? Jennifer from North Carolina. Oh, hi, Jennifer. All right. Let me put you on mute and I'll come back. Thank you, Father God, for a Jennifer, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Yeah, I, I'm sensing that there's some lessons you're learning, that you're learning um, some things that God has been teaching you that that is actually working, and it's working against the anxiety that has been trying to attack you. It's no more. You're just just taking authority over these things. You're taking authority over other things that have been plaguing you and uh, um, trying to bring you down. I just, you know, when you got on, I just felt an ease. Um, I could sense it in my stomach. Um, Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for what you're teaching her, how she's, she's getting things, she's understanding things, and um, she's not letting these things uh, get to her anymore. And uh, I thank you, Lord, because she's growing more and more in you. Thank you, Father God. It's almost like, you know, there's there's a, a turnaround in you. Like, um, I can't explain it. I just, I could only explain it uh, with how I felt when I talk, started talking to you. It's, it feels pleasant. It's, it feels freeing. So I'm I'm sensing freedom coming out of you that you're being free that you're you're getting freer and freer because you're actually standing up against the enemy and you're not letting him take uh, um take over you're you're taking over you're taking authority in Jesus name and so we thank you Father God for that it's like a, you know you're rising you're rising up there's there's freedom freedom and there's more freedom Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. I'm just explaining it as I'm sensing it. So I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for the freedom that you're giving Jennifer and that she's walking in, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I'm curious to know what's going on. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Jennifer, are you there? Hi. What's going on? How are you? you Better? Yeah, you just, you nailed it. You nailed it. I could sense yeah. it. I really do. I do. I do. 
I really can sense there's a change about you. It's freedom. Yeah. Freedom. There's freedom. <laughs> Thank you, I'm Jesus. Set free. And Thank you. It's like peace. Just unbelievable yes. peace. And I feel it's like you can breathe. Like you can breathe, it's right? A, it's a new me. It's completely you, different. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. So mm-hmm. do tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can well, share. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the end of a, a very important relationship for me. And, you know, how I would have handled it in the past. Um, it's different and just acceptance and... No, just really, you know, there's sadness, but there's no struggle. There's just trust in the Lord and the enemy. Yeah, he has brutal, but yeah, I'm tired of him and it's war. And, um, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we let go and, and we see that, you know, so, sometimes God knew it all along. But we have to see certain things and then let go of certain people because they they can't go where we're going. And God wants to bless you with something better, something newer, something that is really going to benefit you and not going to pull you down. So, I mean, it doesn't mean that the other person is bad. It's just that God knows what he has in store for you. And so, I mean... Don't ever think that other people are bad because of it. It's just, you know, when something is not meant to be together, um, it's hard. It it kind of like, it's really difficult. But when it is, I mean, it also can be difficult even when it is something from the Lord too. But I think, I think in your case, I think you sent something and you released it and it's mm-hmm. caused you to have freedom and peace. It, and it does it to let it go. It's knowing that you know, it's not trying to control anything and just accepting. And um, it's just a letting go and just trusting the Lord. And, um, you know, I can't, you know, just have open hands with the Lord. I'm not going to, you know, cling to what's not mine and you know and mm-hmm. I just but yeah, now you can look I, forward to what God has for you yeah and yeah, spend time with the Lord and prepare yourself for that yeah that's I just have my my eyes on him my focus is on right. him and kind of got you know I just, it's just yeah, because something could be sidetracking us. You know, uh, it's like like I was explaining last week with a dream that I had. Um, there's some things that can sidetrack us. Not that the people are bad, but that the enemy uses people because they're not focused on God, <laughs> and so the enemy will use that and cause both people to stop go, heading towards God. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when the focus is on God, 
then God can allow to bring the good things that are not going to bring you away from him, but closer to him. Yes. And so the best is yet yes. to come. I'm definitely on a honeymoon with the Lord, and um, I've missed him, and, like, I've, um, yeah, he's my husband. He's, and he's, he's, he completes me. He's everything, and I'm complete in him, and I'm not lacking anything, and um, yeah, a, that's the fear of great. the Lord when we, like I was talking about tonight, the fear of the Lord is humbling ourselves before God and doing things his way, not the way that we would want or our flesh would want, but doing it God's way. And when we allow that, God brings blessings. God gives us wisdom. God gives us wealth. God gives us protection. All these things come, you know, the the fear of the Lord. This is, you know, and the angel encamps around those that fear him. So there's protection. There's protection from maybe failing in something that is not of the Lord. God has miraculous ways of of showing us, you know, he's there. He's he's there to provide you with good things, with give you abundance in things. He doesn't want to give you a little bit. He wants to give you a lot. He doesn't want to give you something that's good. He wants to give you something that's great, that's really a blessing. And so if we keep holding on to what is not what God wants, he can't give you the thing that he's been wanting to give you. It's like this one pastor was talking about he was in the military and um, the Lord told him that he was supposed to go to this one church and um, he kept wanting to leave, but God brought them back. He brought him back to that church. And then um, he was doing what God had called him to do, which was being a, a minister. And so he did. And in one of those ministry that he's ministering to this one young lady, um, he ministered to her and told her, you know, that person you're with, you know, you're not supposed to be with him. And he he had no intentions with her. So he's ministering to her and she says, yeah, I know. And so over months went by and things like that. And they got to know each other. Today, that is his wife. <laughs> this was many, many years ago. Today, that, that woman is his wife. And he ministered to her when he was young. You know, God was using him to minister to her. But little did he know that was going to be his wife. So wow. I'm not saying that it was going to happen that way. But, you know, see how God does things? Um, when we obey God and do what God says, then he has something better for us, something different for us. And I've seen stories like that over and over, and even me telling uh, uh, this one young girl, that guy you're, that you're with, he's military, he's got a bad temper. I don't know him very well, but I don't think you should be with him. I just sense that in my spirit. Do, do you know that she didn't stay with him? And then years later, I come to where I live now in Texas, and I saw her sister, and that young lady married a different guy who was a preacher's kid also like her, and they have a beautiful family. The other guy was not a preacher's kid. He was very not very close to the Lord. He had a bad temper, and um, he wasn't meant for her. And so she's happily married, and they do ministry. They do ministry. So when God brings something to you, it's not just for you. It's for his kingdom purpose. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. And so when God yeah. gives us money, it's for the kingdom purpose. We got we got to stop thinking different. Oh God, bless me with this and that. Yeah, but what is God wanting to do with that for His kingdom? Okay, we have to be kingdom minded. Kingdom minded. I feel. I feel like my. Amen? I mean, I've always known my call, but I feel like it kind of pushes people away. You know. Um, and, well, um, you know, yeah. being in 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 the in the church and 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 walking in it and maybe being under some pastor, you know, with the guidance of a pastor, um, you know, because we're not all perfect, and so they give us instruction, they bring correction on what we're supposed to do, and if we allow ourselves and humble ourselves, we'll grow. Will grow because God puts pastors and leaders, you know, the fivefold ministry there to grow us up, to help us to to be the way that God wants us to be. And that takes also correction and 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 shaping and allowing somebody to speak into our lives and, and uh, say, you know, well, how about this and how about that? And, and allowing us and not being prideful and thinking that we know it all. And so when we allow, to, allow ourselves to be mentored, to be, to, to be taught, um, we'll go further than someone that's by themselves, you know. Um, they know because well, I, they've gone through certain things, you know. I feel like God allowed me to be incredibly wounded in order to be he knew he knows my heart and he knew that I wouldn't have given up on this person and um and I was aware, you know but if I couldn't accept it that, and, and let go, that I I knew I had to let go in order for God to move me forward. Right. And I didn't want exactly. to. I didn't. I didn't want to uh, postpone that because I've been waiting a long time. And but um, you know. It's, I'm, you know, but a great when process, the right person but... comes along, that's that's the person that's going to benefit from all this goodness that God has put in you and uh, this love that He has in you. You don't want to give it to the yeah. wrong person. I mean, not that the other person may be a bad person, but it's just not what God has in mind. You know, God has a purpose and a plan for doing everything, so we just have to stick to the plan. <laughs> Not our plans, well, but God's plans. No, His will be done. I'm completely open to His will. I, I mean, there's no other way for me. It has to be His will. I don't I'm surrendered, so I have open, open hands, and He's enough. He's, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not thinking about. And there's different way of doing ministry. <laughs> Look in your church and see where the Lord will lead you to start moving out and start doing stuff for the the kingdom of God. Um, and, you know, even in every day, you can minister to people going to the supermarket, going to the store, um, on the bus, or whatever. Um, God will set up opportunities. Amen? Just make yourself available and ready at all times, in season and out of season. You make yourself ready. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do today? 
Do you want me to minister to somebody, or do you want me to just be shut in with you today? I mean, you know, he has to listen to what God wants you to do. Don't do what you think. Uh, Let him, because what you do, it'll be good. Go ahead. I was, I, yeah, I was so focused on, like, what is your will for me, and, and I think it's kind of changed to where every day it's, what is your will for me today? Mm-hmm. And exactly. that kind of helps just one day at a time. Exactly, because tomorrow is not guaranteed to anybody. So we just live in in what God is showing us now. Yeah, preparing for tomorrow, but we live in the now and know that tomorrow is not guaranteed, but you you still prepare. You still right. prepare, but you live in the now. Now is what God, when God says something, he says now. It's, it's the time for salvation now. It's always now because God is always in the now. He, I mean, but he's in the past. He's in the future. He's in the now. He's today, yesterday, and forever. And so mm-hmm. he knows, but we are not in the same timetable. So we have to realize that we're, you know, not guaranteed tomorrow. He's always uh, everywhere at all times. He's supreme. He's eternal. Um, and so we have a, he has a purpose and a plan for us on this earth. So we have to take advantage of the time that we have it and not waste time, not waste time with it. And just, you know, focus on, on the Lord. Seek you first, the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added on. And before you know, even when you're not looking, you know, have you ever seen a woman that's pregnant and uh, that's Mm -hmm. not pregnant, that wants to be pregnant? And she can't have the baby, and she's so upset because she wants to have a baby, and she wants to have a baby. Then she finally adopts a child because she figures she's never going to have a baby. And then as soon as she adopts a child, months go by, or a year goes by, and she gets pregnant because she, she gets relaxed about it. Sometimes we get uptight with the things that we want. So we just got to relax and let God do things. And then when it's done, you know, when it's time, God will bring it. We can't. Expect things to be on our timetable. Yeah, it's like, you know, I think there's no more striving for me. There's just this, well, it's abiding in him, really. It's Mm -hmm. um, just keep your eyes on him. Exactly. And if you have family... You know, just love on them. If you have children, love on them. And, you know, okay, what if this today is the last day in my life? What am I going to do? Am I going to be miserable about it or am I going to love on the Lord? I was watching something from Jim Carrey, and he said that he was in an island. And uh, somebody had called him and said that there was some disaster coming towards the, the island. I don't know what it was. And so he was trying to get off the island with his car, and he couldn't get off the island. And then um, he says, well, if this is going to be my last hours, you know, he was with his daughter. And so he started thinking, and all of a sudden he started being grateful. He started being uh, having gratitude of all the things that he had in life, all the things that God permitted him to have. And before you know it, he was just—he wasn't afraid. He wasn't fearful about anything. He was just realizing how blessed he was. And then he got another call and said, "No, that it was a false alarm." 
was a false alarm. He thought he was going to die, and he didn't die. But he found himself being grateful. So let's be grateful for today. Yeah, that is key. Yeah, it's, I've been doing a lot of, like, looking back on the relationship, and I just, it's just gratitude. And, you know, I, yeah. I've just always wanted to love well. And, you know, I don't love perfectly, but I've, I've really tried. And it's all that I... But there's other people we can love. You know, there's family and all that stuff. Let that love out. It doesn't have to be in a certain way that we think. Sometimes, you know, we want... It's, it's, I think it's more society that puts that thought about, you know, falling in love and, ooh, it feels so good. And, like, you feel like you belong to somebody and that you're accepted because you feel you belong to somebody. And that's not necessarily true. You're accepted because God accepts you. You're accepted because you have so many people that love you. You have aunts and uncles and cousins and children and grandkids and whoever is around you. That's love. You don't shut them out, you know, not for one person, just one person. No. That only one person should be God. But then he says, you know, love others too. Right? So it's loving God and loving others. And not limiting yourself to a, one person and being isolated. That's not that's not healthy love. That's right. not healthy love. You know, and when when a relationship goes there, that's not good. When one person can dominate yeah. all your time and energy. Mm-mm. He, sur- he surrounded me with lots of support, just, I'm just pouring love into me, and, you know, he gave me a revelation today, um, I was driving, and I was just meditating on the situation, and mm-hmm. there's sadness there, but I also know that I'm in a time of transition, and the new is coming, like what I've been waiting for, and um, he told, you know, I thought about just, oh my gosh, just all the rejection in my life and abandonment, and and it just hit me. Yeah, but like, don't read the don't. Maybe that's why I didn't allow it because this was going to just isolate you and and take you to another another level of that, and that's not that's not healthy. And so well, when you're able like, to love yourself and to love others. Then you're freer. Mm-hmm. You know, if right. another person comes into your life, that person can't isolate you from everything else. That person has to um, allow you to be, you them to be part of your world too, and you part of their world too. And that's what makes yeah. it so much better and so much fun and, and loving. But when people get isolated from relationships, it's not good. Oh, no, we can't go over there. We can't do this. You know, no, over here. No, no. That's not That's not true love. It could be almost narcissistic, too. It's not, not healthy. And so right. God has his ways of protecting us. God has his way of protecting us. And so it doesn't yeah. mean that another person is bad. It's just that they need healing, too. Yes, yeah. You know, and I, rec- I, I recognize that, and, you know, I I do recognize that, and, but as I was as I was thinking about the rejection, you know, the Lord was just 
you know, he's like, well, one thing I've always prayed to God for is I want to know his heart. I want to feel what he feels. And And his heart is is to love, to love others. When you love, be sure that you might get hurt. Because anytime Mm -hmm. we love other people, there's that chance. There's always that chance. But Jesus did that, and he still loved. He still loved. Well, and and that's it. It's like I don't feel like in the past I would have maybe, you know, my heart would have, like, been walled off after this, you know, and just repeated the cycle. But that's not happening. My I don't have a wall around my heart and it's like he was showing me like I was rejected I was abandoned I was forsaken and you know my heart you've been through this time and time Mm -hmm. again and you you know me you've you've you know partook of my suffering but I'm yeah we can't allow these things these hurts to embitter us because if it does, it takes root and it pushes God out. Exactly. And we don't want to That's push exactly. that. Yeah, it brings darkness in, into our hearts, and we don't want to go there. We don't yeah, want to go there. We I want just, to be forgiving and free. Yeah, and I I recognize the enemy trying to put those roots of bitterness and 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 um, that's you know that's where the war is coming in because. Like God's given me the eyes to see what's going on spiritually, and I'm just not going to have it. He's not going to separate me from God through sin of bitterness or any other emotion that, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm over that. Like, you know, it's maturing in Christ, and yeah, I just don't, I don't even feel like the same person. Um, I'm not yeah. the same person. Good, good. I sense that, yeah. that, that there's a change in you, and there's going to be more oh, and more. Um, and maintain your your that that healing, that the freedom that God is giving you, because you know, um, you still got to allow God to continue doing that in you. It's just like someone with a healing. If they go back doing the same thing that they did before, they're going to find themselves in the same situation again. And what they've been prayed for will go backwards. I remember this one man that was talking about healing. Um, And I think Prophet Randy mentioned him um, some weeks ago. Um, Oh, my goodness. What's his name? Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, I could see the man in my my mind's eye. Um, but he went to a service that I had gone to, um, and he told the people, yeah, you're getting healed today, but don't go back to the buffet because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're going to be back in the same place. So, I mean, there's right. different types of healing, you know, the emotional healing. Don't go back there. Then you're going to find yourself in the same place. Amen. Now there's whole, he's bringing wholeness to my life. There's a completion that has, I just feel like there's been a completion and like entering this new season and this, what I've been waiting for really. And I'm just, you know, trying to, I'm doing a lot of listening to God, just listening. Uh, and let me tell you also, get a good night to rest. Every night, 
That will help you have a clear mind. If you don't rest, your mind goes everywhere. And and sometimes we think it's all this emotion, and it's not the emotion. It's the lack of sleep. <laughs> well, I feel like that's from, yeah, I feel like that's coming from him because I I have not been getting much sleep. It's yeah. It so, uh, mm-hmm. We yeah. need sleep. We need water. We need a good, healthy uh, diet. Um, you know, balance ourselves. You know, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, don't go get your favorite dessert every once in a while, but go back into eating healthy, um, sleeping, resting. Women need it a lot. Women need to sleep more than men. Uh, for some reason, I don't know, um, you know, all our emotions and all the things that we do, we need to, to really rest, but really rest well, not just crazy rest. And rest at the same time. Go to bed at the same time. Not this thing of getting going in bed really late and then waking up really early and then just throwing your whole body off. Get your eight hours mm-hmm. of sleep. And there's some days that you'll need a little more. But get your eight hours of sleep and, you know, treat your body with love. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, all right, Jennifer. I pray that you have a Thank great you. week. Um and I know you're doing good in Jesus' name. I am, yeah. In Jesus' name. Right. Thank you. All right. Well, good night and God bless you. God bless you too. All right. Bye. All right. Five zero two five four eight. Your name and where you're from. This is Greg from Kentucky. Greg oh, from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me put you on mute and I'll be right back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I'm seeing, I don't know if you've ever seen those miners uh, when they go into um, the caves and they put like a light over their head, you know, one of those little flashlights over the head with a, a hard hat. Uh, I sense that the Lord is doing that with you. Like you're going in, in the, some, uh, like the depths of cer- certain things that God is trying to show you. And, and you have the light of the Lord over you, showing you where you're, uh, you're supposed to go like a lamp. You know, God is a light unto our, our feet, a light unto our path. Um, and so I see you like a miner, like looking for looking for the treasure. And uh, God is directing you. And it, it may seem dark, but when it's the darkest, sometimes the light of the Lord is the brightest. Show us the way. And so I see you in that path going into that that cave, and you will find that precious metal, the precious thing that you're looking for in God. And so I thank you, Lord, because he knows that it is in you, going deep in you. He's going to find things that are precious, persons that are looking for, for pearls, they go deep in the in the ocean to look for the pearls. They dive deep 
for what is precious. And so we thank you, Lord, because he knows that your word, your ways are the, the ways that are precious, that are valuable. Uh, and so we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for touching his life, for guiding him, for leading him. You know, that's the, let me look for that scripture, right onto my path. One moment. I'm 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 looking for it right now. It's kind of yeah. I think that's an important uh, scripture for you. On two. Thank you, Jesus. I think it's in Psalms 119, verse 105. God's word is a direction in the path ahead of us. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so it expresses the idea that God's word provides guidance and direction in life, illuminating the path ahead and helping individuals navigate their journey. So that's what God is trying to to, um, show you, that he's going to show you how to navigate in this journey, how to find that, and he's guiding you with his word. So we thank you, Lord, for that in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Greg's life. We thank you, Father God, for for navigating him, Father God, in, in the right ways to go. You're illuminating his path, showing him where to go. God, give him directions in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. I'm getting through now. Hey, Greg, how are you? Doing okay. It's, uh, uh, the mining thing. The mining thing was, I think, was very, very. Um, I think it was on. Um, my grandfather was a miner, so I have a very good understanding of that. He? Wow. Um, yeah, and um, but that being said, that I have um, slipped. Oh, that's ten, eleven days or so. I've been like, well, it's been longer than that, but in the last ten or eleven, I've been like very, very intentional. My morning time with God is, I mean, the time's increasing, and like the readings that I do and I see common threads almost, almost every morning I'll see a common thread through two or three different things that I read. And, um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's obvious that, yeah, I mean, that, that, that the mining analogy certainly would apply. Yeah. And it feels, you know, what does a miner feel when he goes in there? It's a little scary. But you know he has for me to be total life. claustrophobia because I can't do that. No, <laughs> no way. I can't even do an MRI. They have to sedate me. Oh wow! Oh, I'm well, horribly claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, that's uh, 
Yeah, it's scary. I, I imagine it's scary for minors too when they go in there, you yeah. know, and hearing all these stories that you know, will I come out alive? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's scary. So I mean, your journey is how you're feeling right now. Um, it's a scary journey for you. You're feeling like, oh, this is you know, this is scary right now. This can tumble down and. I can get hurt, <laughs> but you know that God is guiding you with his word in the right direction. Yeah. And you're going to be all right. Amen? Yeah. You're going to yeah, be I all right. Feel like he's telling me that, trying to um, make sure that I'm focused on the right thing, that my footing is solid, that... Um, just you know, my past I've really been that person that has has kept a foot in the world. And he's shown me that. He's you know, he's shown me a lot more over the past couple of weeks about just you know, he's getting more specific about you know, calling me out on stuff and I want I'm trying yeah. you know, I definitely want to and Sometimes, you know, um, we think that when things are changing for us that it's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. It's a good thing. It's guiding us. It's guiding us to the ways that we're supposed to go. Uh, It it hurts sometimes, you know, because humans are creature of habit, and they don't like, we don't like things to change. But if we only knew that the things that God wants to change in us is for our good and for a big blessing, then I I don't think we would be so um, opposed. <laughs> but always the unknown oh, no. is the scary part, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially at my stage of life because um, I turned 60 this year, so... You know, really? you think I would have learned this stuff long ago, but um, either way, um, it is scary. Oh, you're still a spring chicken. <laughs> no, I know, but I, well, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that, but I'm just like, um, I mean, I, and I do and I don't, I mean, actually, but um, most people that know me, have you know would tell you that like he does not act his age and not like at an immaturity meaning that they don't you know mm-hmm. my kids both tell me that you're not like any other sixty year old we know. Um but well, that's again, good. I, you keep it light. Yeah, I mean I'm 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 pretty active and still try to do you know I mean I I walked 18,000 steps today. So, um, (laughs) I was was at a a car show with a friend of mine and it just crisscrossed it and, you know, walking. And at the end of it all, by the time I got home, it was 18,500 steps. Um, Well, that's good. That is good. You're keeping your heart healthy and. Um, yeah, now I'm working on um, what I should have been working on more was the spiritual heart, keeping it healthy. 
and getting yeah. the steps in on that. Yeah, but it's um, yeah, and you'll get there um, because you're you're realizing that it's God's way is better. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a song that says "Your Way Is Better," and it just it's on my worship playlist. It just that oh. song really hit me the first time I ever heard it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but. Thank but you. yeah, and you know, I'm moving into a new season, and I'm not trying to. Uh, um. I am the important relationship that just ended mm-hmm. with Jennifer. Okay. Um, and but you know we and we I mean it, it's just uh, it's weird I mean it's, it's very tough you know walking through um a lot of the we had several prophetic words about us us together. So that's that's been a difficult thing for both of us to I think try to reconcile. It's like, well, if this is where we're at now, then what did all that mean? So, I mean, you know, sometimes the enemy gets involved too, and oh, no doubt, we want things to stop. But one thing that I'm going to tell you is that I've learned that sometimes we can't let the enemy when God wants something for us and we want it to, because he has, he has to have our agreement too. Um, sometimes you have to fight spiritually fight it. Right. And be willing to uh, hear from the Lord. And sometimes, you know, the enemy will, will cause one person to be open and then the other person to not be open. And then the other person opens up and then the other one doesn't open up. It's just the enemy playing mind games with people. And so people are not necessarily bad. It's just that you got to find out what the enemy is trying to do here. Right. And what God really wants. And so when you you decide, okay, I'm going to love no matter what, and I'm going to do what God wants me to do, that may be hard for a season. Yeah. Well, and right now I feel like that he uh, he's really, whether he or I felt like I really needed to establish myself better with him to make myself mm-hmm. better for for me and anyone else. Um mm-hmm. but certainly for him. Um I, I when the people that we care about they have to love God more than they love us. Because if right. they love God more, then they're gonna mm-hmm. love us really good. Yeah, and again, because I'm being quite transparent right now, but he had showed me just in the past week, like I said, you know, these common threads that go through some of these things that I'm reading and, you know, in my prayer time and whatever, but he was very specific. And one of them talked about idolatry and, you know, and it was weird because I was reading two different devotionals and one was talking about, you know, what it really means when we put things. 
yeah, when we put things before God, and then the next relationship is talking about idolatry, which the first one was essentially saying putting anything before God is idolatry. The next devotional I read was just strictly talking about idolatry. And <laughs> wow! But through that through that process of what he said is like you made her an idol. You made the relationship an idol because you were pursuing that more than me. That you had put all this importance on that, and was where you were finding your value or where you were finding your identity or, you know, mm-hmm. what term you want to use or whatever was going on. But it, it, knowing that he was very clear in charge, like you, you, yes, you made God is a jealous God. Right. And at the same time that he didn't isolate it to that and like, Oh, this is, this is your idol. There were others, you know, he was also was like, you know, and we, we literally got to a point where he's like, I really don't have to spell this out for you and tell you everything that you have made idols because you know that anything that you have put before me has mm-hmm. become an idol. And you know what they mm-hmm. are. You know, and they just, um, they're just, there's been such a dramatic perspective change over the last 10 days of, you know, um, being for the first time. I don't know how long, Carmen, to be. I don't know how long that I felt a very deep godly sorrow, right, for mm. for the life that I lived, or the 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 squandering of what God's done for me, what God's given me, um, but also of realizing yeah, it's living a life that, in vain in life in vain like what I, yeah, what I was talking yeah. about at the beginning of this show the fear of the lord yeah. um when we don't walk with the ways of the of the lord even our purpose is in vain you know because we're yeah. not doing what he says and so there's yeah. blessings when we line up our lives with him and everything else comes along but when we don't line up god first then everything else won't line up either but when yeah. we line up God first, and, and everything else will will come after that. And so yeah, and he got, I believe that God is trying to get you to line th- your life up first. Oh yeah. Because we, so you won't continue doing this, and then right. when it's the right time, then I mean it doesn't work automatically overnight. Sometimes it takes a little oh, while no. for healing, and then when when that mm. takes place, then you're ready. But things that because you feel like you're ready that when you get married that it's going to be all hunky-dory and everything is going to be you know (laughs) everything's going to be wonderful no it's just there's going to be other things that are going to come the way that you're going to be able to tackle because uh, in a marriage it's a ministry you're ministering to another person Right. And if you can't get past a certain point with what's going on now, it's not going to help you later on either. So God is trying right. to, I think, you know, help you to focus on him and show you how to, how it is that you're supposed to be leading your life. So that way, when you do have these things that you so much desire, because God desires that we have somebody companionship. Right. Yeah, that's, oh, absolutely. that's the Lord. You know, he, he loves it's that. not good for me um, to be alone. Right. And but but it's for the purpose of the kingdom. 
Right. Um, like I was talking about this one lady earlier that she's a pastor's wife and she would be ministry and they got to the point where they got divorced. Mm. But now they're back together. They learn from their mistakes. Right. This husband and wife and they love they've always loved each other, but there yeah. were some issues that they had to deal with. And so yeah. once they started dealing with it, actually getting help for it, now um, it just doesn't mean that they're not that they're uh, issue free. No, they know how to tackle it in a better way, and there it's there's a, a strength about their marriage now, a joy yeah. about their marriage now, and so the same thing that God wants to show us in anything in any kind of relationship, you know, the put me first because I'm the one that's going to show you how to deal with those tough times when they do come. But if you don't yeah. know how to deal with it now. It's, you're not going to know how to do it later on. Yeah, and, and I, you know, that's one thing that God did. I mean, so I, Jennifer talked far more about the fear of God than I did. I mean, I understood it. I mean, I truly understood it. But what I didn't understand is I didn't have it like she did. Um, that was something that God had really impressed on her. But I learned he, he really said in another, I, and I, I mean, I am that kid that was born into the church. I was first time I was taken out of the house as an infant was to church, and mm-hmm. grew up in church, Christian schools, Christian college. Uh, been I became a Christian at fifteen, almost sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I have been a Christian and been involved in, and I have walked away from a lot of that at times, just out of um, disillusionment. Um, looking at the wrong things instead of watching God and watching things that man were doing. And I got disillusioned by, you know, religion, which is the wrong thing to focus on. But mm-hmm. it's just that Jennifer has far more knowledge, understanding than I do. Because she's, yeah, but that doesn't I, mean anything. You can, you know, you can surpass that in that no time. In, oh, no. And I would say that in her time, of being a Christian, um, which is shorter than the time that I have been, but she has put far more time into it. Um, and, and to be quite honest, she's been more serious about it than I have been, unfortunately, for the But I think you have, you're coming to that realization that oh, these are the things that oh, you were doing before, and you're correcting a lot of things, right? He's correct. I, that's what I'm yes, hearing. He is, yeah. Yeah, he's no, yeah. You wasted no. a lot of yeah, time, but you're not doing oh, that anymore. Yeah. No, he it's consistency has been a thing, and it's something that you know I talk to him about every day. It's like I don't want to do this anymore. This is, you know, I don't, I don't want to. I even had a word. Somebody even said that you know that you know you're the door behind you is closing. You're not going to go back, and you're not going to. Your foot's not going to go Good. to the left or to the right. And I'm like, you have no idea how you just described my life of the foot going to the left, foot going to the right. And, um, God has been gracious. Mm-hmm. He's been extremely gracious that he hasn't kicked Great me God. into the burning pot, you know. Um, but, yeah. But you know what? He prepares us so that he's preparing you so that you know how to lead. Yeah, I mean, it's anything that, you know, we minister through our afflictions. 
and anything that we've been through, it is designed to minister to others that are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very well. And especially when you're going to have a relationship, um, if you're going to be in a relationship, uh, you as a man, have, and that's not easy. And how do you lead? First by seeking God first in all things so that you can lead the other person too. But that doesn't mean that yeah. you're a dictator but you you listen to the other person and together working together right. you hear the voice of the lord and it it confirms to each other what god is saying so when you both learn to hear the voice of the lord then that that brings confirmation yeah. you know and that's yeah. where it's beautiful when two people yeah. can you know one goes one way like the other day i was talking to a couple and the wife was saying, no, I was waiting for my husband to to say what he heard the Lord say because I didn't want to be influenced by him or me influence him on what right. what we were praying about. And I was like, that's, that's teamwork. That's, you know, she's right. seeking God on her own. He's seeking God on his own. And when they come, it may sound different, but it's the same thing yeah. being spoken. Yeah. So that this is what God is trying to prepare you for. He, he he doesn't want you to be alone, but he's preparing you so that you know how to lead in the marriage, how to allow another person to help you to be the helpmate and it's a team it's teamwork. It's not but if, but but ultimately there's one that has to lead and that's the man. He has to take over and say, "Okay, this is the route we're going to take. This is what we both heard and this is what we're going to do." You know, because in everything we we do, you know, the decisions that have to be made, uh, the roles in church, all this stuff, it, it takes on. Uh, if that is not established first, then it's, everything else is going to be hard. Yeah. Because men sometimes think they have to be dictators. No, I'm, this is what, uh, and that's final. <laughs> yeah. No. We're working yeah. together. Yeah. We're working together. It's what God says, oh, not what we say. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't just and add. So I think this. you're getting, you're understanding, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I would ask that you just lift both of us up and that whichever way it goes, that, that God's will is truly done. I'm not seeking yeah. anything other than that and regardless of the outcome. I'm not attached to an outcome. Yeah. I'm attached to just fleshing out his will and being in it and staying in it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, you you see Greg and Jennifer, Father God. Uh, he's humbled himself, Father God, to uh, allow for us to see what's going on, Father God. And we just lift them both up. It's a difficult situation, Father. We just pray, Father God, that your perfect will be done in both their lives, Father God, that you lead and guide them both, Father God, that there will be a good outcome in all of this, Father God, that you turn what the enemy meant for evil, that you would turn it around for their good, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I pray that your desires be put in their hearts, Father God, so that they will know what you want. Open their eyes to 
your desires, Father God. And, Father God, I pray that if it's meant for them to be together, Father God, that you would open their eyes and that you would help them to uh, resolve whatever issues may be happening, whatever uh, misunderstanding, whatever uh, the enemy is trying to do, that you would stop it, Father God, that you would not allow the enemy to continue to to uh, disrupt what whatever it is that you want, Father God. And if it is not, Father God, we just pray, Father God, that you would give them a peaceful outcome, that Amen. they will yes. go in peace. Yes. And uh, and that they will love like they love um, you, Lord. And so, Father, yes. in the name of Jesus, Lord, just guide them through this this rough journey, Father God. Um, and if it is you, Lord, that is wanting to bring them together, I pray that you just would increase the love and that you would yes. increase the understanding and that you would increase, Father God, um, the knowledge, the wisdom to know how to handle this situation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Standing in the green solidly on. Yes. Amen. Is there anything else you would like to pray about? No, that's not. How do you unless feel? God's throwing, unless God's showing you something, if He's throwing something at you, let it rip. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was. You know, He works with our wills too. Yes, He does. We Remember talk about that, that a lot, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, that's all I, I got. Um, he works with our will, and then. And so we'll be praying for you. I'll continue praying for you guys. I know it's not an easy sure. uh, situation, but yeah, you know. And I love people being in love. <laughs> I love. Well, that. you know, and the enemy is, you know, his basic trick, which, which you know, he leads you right back to what he did with Eve. Did God really say mm-hmm. that? Did Did you really hear that? Or that was just mm-hmm. you? That wasn't God. God didn't tell you that. That was just your own thought. You know, and he can mm-hmm. wreak havoc with that, especially when you're, you know, in, in that position. It's like, did you really say this, God? Did I hear that right? You know, six months ago, that's what I, I was sure that's what I heard, but, you know. So yeah, he and just, don't he let, you know, you continue. That. God will continue to give you confirmation of what he's saying. So make sure you journal and write it down and see what, what clearly what God is saying. Because sometimes we want something so bad that we are hearing, we think we are hearing something, or maybe we're exactly. not hearing it clearly. Right. It could be right in front of you, and you know, sometimes you know. Honestly. Like it's yeah. happened to me, it's right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, okay, right. I didn't see that, Lord. <laughs> but right. continue with prayer, and God will make it clearer and clearer. Don't run into anything. Don't yeah. run into anything real quickly. Um, It'll, it'll, God will make it clear. Amen. Amen. All right. I hope you feel better. Thank you, Carmen. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. And call anytime. We're here. That's what we're here for to help you guys. Appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. Well, all right. All right. God bless you. Have a great, uh, great week. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye.
Okay. Uh, I have another caller. Um, they haven't had their hands raised up. Um, if not, I'm going to play a song. I'll come back. If you have your hand raised up, then I'll uh, take you for the next caller. I'm going to play the same song again that I played at the beginning of the show. Um, it's called Cry Out. If um, if the if the rocks don't cry out, we need to be the ones to cry out before the Lord. So let's worship the Lord. Amen. No more callers. Um, the show is almost over. Let me pray for you before I close the show. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God bless you. You have a wonderful week, everybody. God bless.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.